Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that the main cause for the increase in plastic production is plastic packaging? More than 50% of the plastic we throw away is packaging. Our guest today is the founder of Nude Foods, the first plastic-free grocery in Cape Town, South Africa. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Paul Rubin. Welcome to the podcast, Paul. Paul, how did your sustainable journey start? Um, Riska, I think about six or almost seven years ago now, um, I went through quite a, a lifestyle shift where I, um, I started focusing more on how I was living, how I was consuming, what I was consuming. So things like the foods I was eating, the, the products I was using in my home and, and, and on my body, as well as like the amounts of things I was consuming. So I went through quite a personal shift back then. And uh, I really started to adopt a lighter way of living, eating a plant-based diet, living a more minimalistic lifestyle. So I think that's kind of where it all it all began. So is that kind of what led you then also to opening nude foods as well? Like how how did that lifestyle then turned into this this new amazing store? Yeah, very much so. So I was living a, a whole food plant based diet. Firstly, I noticed the, the premium that many people have to pay to purchase and eat um, that kind of diet and live that kind of lifestyle. Many of those products aren't actually expensive products that you know, they're, they're commodity type products like your, your grains and your, your legs legumes and your seeds. Uh, frustration with not having access to those kinds of foods at an affordable and an, in an unpackaged format definitely led me towards thinking up the concept of nude foods and then ev- eventually like implementing it. And what would our crazy bird experience like when they do go to shop at nude foods? Nude foods, as the name implies, our, our, the majority of our products are unpackaged and are sold by weight or in bulk. But the nude experience is, is more than just an absence of packaging. Um, it's a very tactile, it's a very somatic type experience. So from hearing the sound of your chia seeds hitting the inside of the jar as you fill it, or smelling the a mix of aromas like spices or teas or coffee beans that often waft around in the, the air in the shop, um, it's a very like un like disarmored or um, naked way of actually buying your weekly groceries, engaging with your food, actually connecting more to what you're purchasing and what you, you're choosing to buy and, and consume. So it, it's a much more conscious and mindful, mindful way of shopping. The store generally has a much more peaceful and wholesome uh, ambience or feel to it compared to like a regular supermarket or grocer. Yeah, it feels um, it feels very like calm and relaxed when you're there. You know, it's really amazing to um, to experience it. And like for me, when when I visited, it really feels like you're kind of stepping back in time because your store that is not really a new idea. This is how my grandparents used to shop, and somewhere from there to where we are now, that whole thing got lost. And 
for me, you've kind of captured it and I just love it. It's just, I feel so connected to, to the food that I purchase when I purchase it from you versus grabbing a bag and, you know, at any other regular supermarket. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's really been the feedback from many of our customers, that exact point that they feel a lot more connected to their food or to the products they're buying. There isn't that like very unnatural barrier that's created in a, in a regular supermarket environment by overpackaging, etc. Exactly. And I think you guys use a term for that as well. Like you, you say it's like an old school type of grocery with a modern twist. Yeah, exactly. That is very much our, our bar line. So how many different products do you currently stock? So we currently have about 300 SKUs or, or products and we source as much of those products locally. So wherever products are available locally, we will uh, give preference to those suppliers. Um, obviously, where there, there aren't local sources of various products, we'll buy directly from importers. It's not just food that you guys sell. You actually sell a wide variety of different stuff. I mean, you can fill up your shampoo to... Um, you know, pick up on your um, shaving cream and things like that. So what what other type of product do you sell as well? So besides our range of food, we also, we also have a, a zero waste lifestyle range, which is everything from your reusable coffee cups, your reusable straws, your dry goods bags, your fresh produce bags, your stainless steel lunch boxes, all those really useful products that help one live a, a zero waste lifestyle more easily. We also have a range of body and healthcare products, shaving products, dental hygiene products, all plastic free, all zero waste, as well as things like body lotions and natural sunblocks, etc. And then we also stock a range of household products. So all these products, the, the body and the household products are all chemical free. They all completely earth friendly, they're grey water friendly. Um, our ranges are very much organic and our household ranges include things like uh, natural laundry powders, dishwashing liquid, uh, general purpose cleaners, Epsom salts, diatomaceous earth. So we have quite a, a, a range of natural um, products for the home. Well, that's amazing. So you can really just step in and purchase anything that you could at a normal store, just package free. Paul, for me, there are just so many things that I love about your store. Every time I go to Cape Town, I make sure I, I stop by and fill up. But the one thing that is always the highlight of my trip is making my own nut butter. Why was it important for you to make these nut butters from scratch rather than to sell it in pre-packaged glass jars? So I think, you know, what we're doing, the, the nude foods concept is quite a disruptive one. Um, by that I mean, we, you know, what we're offering is quite disruptive to the your health and wellness industry as well as to like your typical grocery store model. So besides reducing plastic and packaging, we're also trying to make whole food and like earth-friendly products more affordable and therefore more accessible to a much wider range of the South African community. So something like nut butters, traditionally are a very expensive product and also they're quite often filled with salts or sugars, oils, preservatives and stabilizers and things like that. So our, our grind your own nut butter machines really offer a pure nut butter and also um, offer that butter at, at a more affordable price, especially if you're bringing your own containers, which we encourage, you know, you're then just paying for the nut butter and it's a lot more affordable. Yeah, it's, oh, it's amazing. I think you guys ran a competition a few weeks back where you could win a supply of nut butter for a year. And I was very sad that I wasn't a South African resident at that time. <laughs> Because <laughs> I would have loved that. I just love stocking up on the nut butter. So Crazy Birds, if you're ever in Cape Town, you have to go to Nude Foods and make some nut butter. It is 
honestly the best nut butter that I've had like I'm, I'm struggling now trying to find something that just like is a little bit close and I just can't I can't like it just doesn't compare to your nut butter so definitely need to arrange another trip to Cape Town to fill up on that well we have we have a complimentary jar to be waiting for you whenever you're next in town <laughs> thank you so much so Paul other than being package free what would you say set you apart from regular grocery stores? So I think, like I mentioned previously, like our products we stock are all chemical-free, uh, non-GMO and earth-friendly. Across our entire range, we, we won't stock anything that has any harmful ingredients. So I think that's one of the major differences between what, what we're doing versus a, a, a regular grocery environment. One of the other main things is because we sell in bulk and by weight, uh, you're not held ransom to um, buying a set quantity of anything. So you can really buy as much or as little of, of anything as you like. So, for example, if uh, tonight you felt like you decided to make um, curry for dinner for you and your family, you would be able to come into the store and literally buy two teaspoons of curry powder, take them home, use them in a curry, and, and you wouldn't be forced to buy an entire jar of curry powder, which you may or may not ever land up using to completion. So I think that's also one of the main differences. And then also we stock many artisanal type products from smaller, more like bespoke suppliers we source uh, locally in and around the Cape Town area. And these products are really made with love, they're made with heart, and when you and you can tell when you taste them or when you use them in your home or on your body. So I think that's also a key differentiator. Yeah, and I feel people, a lot of people see your store as like kind of a niche store. And with that, they, they might feel, oh, you know, it's a niche store, it's going to be so expensive. But how would you say kind of your prices compare to, to other stores? Like, you know, if you compare... Um, to like bigger bigger supermarkets that sell well they won't really sell similar stuff because you've got so much more variety but yeah how would you say some of your prices would compare to others on our more kind of commodity type products like our grains and rices and legumes and nuts and seeds we in many cases are often less expensive than your mainstream uh, supermarket we obviously do stock some more niche products like our organic product one then has to land up paying a premium for because they're they're organic but on the whole we try to keep our pricing as as reasonable as possible like I said we, we're not we wanted to open this this way of shopping up to as wide a market as possible so we we have tried to keep our prices as, as reasonable as possible all our fresh produce is organic which which obviously is more expensive than a than regular fresh produce but maybe about 10 or 15 percent talking about your organic produce so food waste is something that we do need to take into consideration and especially with with you guys with these products you know sometimes the expiry date has has come or you know maybe some of the fruit and veggies you would find some customers dropping them and you know then they come all bruised and um, people don't tend to want to buy those ones or when they do go um, they've been there for some time what do you guys then do with those fruit and veggies would you guys then send it somewhere to get composted or what is your procedure for that we very much run the business using the framework of the 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 five hours of zero waste. So we, we would try and reuse or repurpose that isn't being sold or, or that's close to um, expiration. So for example, in winter, we, we were making organic vegetable soup with our unsold veggies and then selling that uh, per liter or, or 
or by the jar. In summer, we'll use a lot of our uh, our greens and we'll, we'll offer organic green juice going going into the summer months as we are now. And then, uh, unfortunately, in the in a grocery store environment, there will always be some waste. So we've partnered with an organization called Streetscapes, which uh, upskills homeless people and teaches them how to grow their own uh, or to tend their own vegetable patches and, and grow their own fresh produce. All our unsold fresh produce is then sent to Streetscapes and, and is added to their existing compost uh, heap. Uh, the product is actually located one city block away from our main store. So it's yeah, it's also really convenient. So very convenient arrangement for us as well. Okay, wow, that's amazing. And Paul, what has been the feedback so far from your clients? Yeah, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. I think around the world, there's a very fast growing movement of people wanting to wanting an alternative way of shopping and consuming and this the same is true for Cape Town. So we've got a growing community of people wanting to shop this way. We've established over the last year a nice base of, of regular customers who, who kind of support us, especially through the winter season in Cape Town when things get quite quiet. So yeah, it's a definitely a fast growing movement. Uh, the, the feedback has been really good and um, it continues to grow. And do you and your staff often feel that you still have to educate a lot of people about the concept of the store and how everything works? Yeah, I think that, I think that there's a, a large or a strong educational component to what we're doing. I don't ongoing basis you have people coming into the store who do need an explanation or a bit of background as to why the, the store exists and, and the, the, the ethos behind it however i must say it's not it's not just uh, local it's becoming less and less local uh, locals who are, are, are coming into the store to ask those types of questions and we're finding more and more um, foreign visitors are, are coming in and wanting to ask questions along those lines and engage with us on, on that level. So that's also quite interesting. I mean, Cape Town being um, obviously a, one of the a very frequently visited city by many tourists from around the world, I get to interact with citizens from all different countries and many of them are quite taken by our store and, and often express they wish they had something similar back home. So it's also a, a nice way for us to tap for us to tap in and get a feel for what's happening in other parts of the world. But yeah, there is still a, a strong educational component. Okay, yeah, because for me, I mean, um, once you've shopped there, I just find it's it's very hard for me to to do my groceries here in Dubai, <laughs> seeing that I have to go to so many different stores if I want to buy package free, and then you know you end up spending so much time. And um, so yeah, so I I love that. If I were to live in Cape Town, I would visit you guys more often. But yeah, what uh, what would you say were some of the hardest challenges that you had to go through from like dreaming up this idea of the store until actually where you are today, where you've been open for almost one year now? So I think to be completely blunt, Mariska, everything's been a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been a lot of fun, but it's been it's been like some serious hard work. And I think primarily it's because when you're creating something completely new, um, at least in the South African context, n- nothing like new foods exists um, in the country. So there weren't any existing retail stores or businesses of a similar nature that I could you know model new foods on. So for example, if you were opening a a pizza restaurant, you could go to like the most popular pizza restaurant in Cape Town and see and see what they were doing and get some inspiration from them. So what that didn't really exist. So everything we did had to be through trial and error. So, you know, we would come up with an idea, we'd, we'd implement it, we'd see if it worked. Sometimes it did, sometimes it didn't. So that obviously takes a lot of time. It can also be quite expensive. So, yeah, I suppose one could call that 
that school fees, but those school fees definitely had to be paid. So I think so I think that's been quite a challenge. It's just like really pioneering something new because many of the um, the systems in the, the many of the existing systems and channels that are in place in the grocery environment. So I'm, I'm referring now to like things like supply channels are not really geared towards plastic free or packaging free. Mm. Quite, the, quite the opposite. Everything's extremely overpackaged. You're trying to get larger organizations to supply you on the basis of, of plastic-free is um, proves on an ongoing, still on an ongoing basis proves really difficult for us because these companies are 10, 20, 30 years old. They've been doing this. They've been doing. They've been packaging their goods a certain way for 30 years, and they're quite resistant to change. That's also been a challenge: is getting your more established suppliers buy into what we're doing and. To modify their, their their systems and their procedures in order to to work in tandem with, with us. Yeah, I think that that is something that should be very very hard. I mean, to get over that in the beginning, but um, you know, given all the hard work you guys put in, I'm sure it's it's becoming easier. <laughs> I'm not going to say easy, but um, yeah, definitely. And I feel it's it's it is worth it, and it does take someone like you to start this and to have a ripple effect and who knows you know what um what will what will come next and on that note what is next for nude foods what can we expect yeah good question <laughs> um there's uh yeah well look we we're very excited about the future yeah we've got a very clear vision of of where we're heading we want we want to grow our brand we want to grow our footprint we, we we want to give the opportunity to more and more people more and more south africans hopefully around the country we want to give it, give them the opportunity to shop this way this way as an alternative we're focusing on things like for example next year we'll launch an online an online store which will also be completely plastic free so for people living in johannesburg for example if they're wanting to buy some zero waste product they will be able to buy those online or anywhere around the country for that matter and then also we are we are also growing the, the wholesale side of our business so what i mean by that is more and more we're being asked places like restaurants and hotels and bed and breakfast that we've been asked if we can supply them on a wholesale basis because they're wanting to eliminate as much plastic from their supply channel as possible so we de- we're definitely looking at growing the wholesale side of our business next year and then we'd obviously like to open some more some more retail stores johannesburg is is really desperate for a nude foods we i, I get inundated with uh, emails from johannesburg residents asking me to open a store there so we're seriously looking at that for next year and hopefully a couple more stores in the western cape as well wow that sounds amazing i'm very excited about that and I'm definitely gonna keep on, you know, coming and buying my nut <laughs> nut butter from you guys. What has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? Risk, I think stopping to eat animals is probably probably the most impactful decision I've made, both on my own life as well as for the planet or for the greater good. I think the amount of resources used to rear livestock, especially on like a mass scale, like livestock is reared currently in the world, is, is quite frightening. And then obviously there's like carbon dioxide emissions linked to factory farmed animals and things like that. So I think definitely becoming plant-based probably been my most personal impactful decision. And we are going to move into our final five questions. Same questions I ask every single guest and you can just give us short answers for that. So the first one is, what is one social media account that you follow? There, there are many amazing social media accounts and Instagram accounts out there, but I, I think uh, Beer Johnson's Zero Waste Home has probably been one that I've 
been following for a really long time and, and one that I've learned a lot from and it's been very inspiring. So uh, yeah, I'd have to say that one. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? So I think I think Mother Earth as a planet is going to be it's going to be just fine. The planet will still exist long after we've all gone. My concern is more for the, the human race. I think as humans, we're kind of more in, in danger than the actual planet. But my hope is really that the consciousness shift in consumerism that we're seeing more and more of starts to accelerate and reaches a tipping point much sooner than later so that we start seeing real change in the way we live as human beings on Earth. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? One of my regular tips that I often emphasize and, and uh, relate to people is around our organic waste. Too many people are still sending organic waste to landfill. Even though the name implies that this is a waste, it's actually a, a great asset. All our compostable waste should really be being composted. It's really valuable. It's great to uh, give it back to the earth, to give it back to the soil, to enrich our soil um, and help us grow delicious pesticide-free plants to eat. So yeah, I think uh, composting organic waste is definitely one of my firm tips. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? There are many, but if I had to choose one, I would say one that really does hit home is the fact that uh, every piece of plastic that's ever been created still exists on earth so i think that one really does drive home the uh, the, epic, the epic proportions of the the plastic problem and where can people find you we're on the various social media channels we're uh, on instagram we are at nudefoods.co.za on facebook we are at plastic free grocery and our website is nudefoods.co.za and uh, our flagship always based in Cape Town, South Africa. Number five, Constitution Street, Zonoblom. Thank you so much, Paul, for being on the podcast and for sharing everything about nude foods with us. We are definitely, definitely so excited. I'm, I'm always excited to go back to nude foods. And I hope that some of our crazy birds actually make it down to your store. And yeah, just thank you so much for, for sharing everything. Thank you, Mariska. It's been great. And uh, if any of the crazy birds do make it to our store, please ask them to come and introduce themselves to me. I'd love to meet some of them. Will do. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.